listening around the clock. And your time to be heard is right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. It sucks. It should be a thing, but, you know. Yeah. Um, Got a lot of stuff to get to, like... Some church. I feel like hearing a word today. You want to hear a word? Yes, I would love Wait, to. Who's preaching the word? Uh, That's the I question. Matthew Stevens. Who's that? Matthew Stevens' son. This is his word. One, no, two, three, go! That's why they're so distracted by my shirt and jeans because you ain't giving them none. It's a dangerous thing to have an unkept woman. If you take care of your woman, you wouldn't be worried about what I got on. She's thirsty. Feed that lady. Make sure her appetite is... I'm talking to your ugly son. Make sure her appetite is quenched. You a single woman? You talking about all the men being feminine? You're not going to convert them with your belly like that. Woo. Get your tail ready for me. I'm, I don't care. Get ready for marriage. If you and they last option, no wonder they going to men. Align yourself. Get your makeup together. Take your grandmama's hair off. You ain't ready for marriage. I knew you were going to play something ratchet. That's not ratchet. That's a sermon. Horrible sermon. Can I just ask why so many pastors spend so much time telling single women how to be and how to look and how to dress and what to wear and what to do and how to spend their time? Yeah. What is that about? It's it feels so offensive. controlling. It is. It, it Get your makeup me. ready. So now God's decree is that a woman has to wear makeup. And your belly needs and to be you, fixed. Yeah, your belly needs uh, to be fixed, uh, yeah. Basically, how about an, you would you like to hear another that. word? Yeah. I'm scared. What's she about to play next? One, two, three, go! Where would you be if your mama told the truth? Where would you be if your daddy told the truth? Now that's not just to the young, that's to the young and the old. We are living in cycles of dysfunction because church people make us lie about where we are. I'm blessed, I'm getting the victory. No, I'm mad. I don't want to be here. I want this to hurry up so I'm going to the liquor store. Listen, if you can tell the truth, we can grab your head and deal with your truth because it's the truth that sets you free. Good hour, y'all. Woo! Man, that was that was hot. I I wasn't mad at that. You want one more? I, I agree with that. The truth is important. So two free. Okay, one for two. Yeah, one. No, two for two. One for two. One, two, three. If you're going to wear the wig, change it. At least when it gets raggedy. I'm coming in here today. Find some help somewhere. Google you somebody. There used to be a day when the only folk that wore wigs was in their 70s. Now y'all 19. Book them all and you ain't even got enough decency to comb it. If you're going to wear it, let it work for you. But don't get mad when a brother walks past you because you look like you're begging for money. The devil is a lie. Get pretty. Stop somebody say get pretty. Now I ain't talking about no complexion. There's some people that like big women, small women, yellow women. We got me for every flavor. You just got to get it together. Get a girdle. Get a waist trainer. Buy some heels. Take some classes. But be a woman for God's sake. Woo! This is so problematic. Oh, yeah. I'm triggered. This is triggering I me. Really... It's literally one of the reasons why I can't take most organized shirts. Wait, 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 wait. He this said, is, a gr- he said be triggering. a woman for God's this sake. This is so triggering. Woo! I hope he's not a pastor anymore. Of a, of a big church. 
But you know what's crazy? I've heard I've heard lots of messages similar to this. It's also why I stopped going to a lot of young adult women's ministries because every single sermon was about who you needed to be and what you needed to do to get married. And it's always in the perspective of the pastor. Some pastors will tell you, you know, get your hair done and put on a wig. Some people are like, take the wig off. That other pastor is like, wear makeup. The other, another pastor could be like, oh, we, the, your man wants natural beauty. Can you just name that you're naming your own personal preferences and stop trying to tie it with God's will? That's true. Very good. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Not every man wants the same type of woman. I don't like that. It's spiritual abuse to me. Spiritual abuse. Yeah, to I've tie, never in, heard of that. To tie wow. in your own personal preferences and to push it over as God's will to a congregation who is depending on you to lead them spiritually. It's spiritual abuse. I don't like it. It's triggering and it needs to stop. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't like what I heard. It made me uncomfortable. makes me very, very angry. Well, you know, when you put a mirror up to everything, you know, to what it is. You think it's funny. It's not funny, Don. Especially because you're not a woman. No, I think what it is is a very stern word and it it may be... um, a word that doesn't sound easy to the ears, but there is a little... It's not a word of God. It's, yeah, I'll tell you it that. is an opinion. Come on. It's an opinion. If I had time, I would search the Bible for where it said, let thee wear makeup, thou get a husband. Yeah, that's not in there. That's not even in the Proverbs 31 woman. It's My thing is people just be making stuff all the way up, just yeah. made up from nowhere and pretending like it's the word. Like just name what it is. You want your woman to look a specific type of way. Period. And then people wonder why, you know, women have, you know, issues with, you know, feeling comfortable and secure about themselves. Especially if, you, if I went to a church like that, I'd walk out of there really in tears. I'm so glad I don't have a church like that. That's a horrible church. Well, maybe you would be a better woman if you had a better, if that pastor like How that. do you know? Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. How do you know? You you have all these falsities about me as a quote unquote woman. I am a very nice woman. I have no problems. Do I have to run back the tape from twenty years ago? What are you talking about? Well, I had a temper back then. I am more oh, calm oh, now. Okay, I was, I'm it, calm. I'm not. You I know, got you on tape admitting crimes. And why are we talking about that? Oh! Um, all I'm going to say is for any of you who are triggered by what you just heard, there are lots of references for places, spiritual places where you can go, where people have talked about these issues and you might be able to relate. Mm-hmm. One is Dirty Rotten Church Kids. They're one of my favorite podcasts oh. and I love following them on Instagram. The other one is called God is Gray. It's also God a, is great. Yeah, it's also <laughs> a podcast and an Instagram page. And I think that there are a lot of millennials who are trying to break out of that spiritual abuse that people have been trying to use to control and manipulate behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not with it. So so there's that. I apologize for the trauma that Don just put you through. Yeah, so do I. Wow, I put you through trauma? Yes, that was traumatic. And yeah, and he, he definitely put me through trauma. Thank you, Kira. Wow. wow. Shame on you putting you through trauma. Shame on you. Don't get mad at me because, you know, it hit home. Yeah, no, you're just the messenger. I know. Actually, it's it's the people preaching the message. But I also think it's an issue that people who are sharing it or not commenting on it or letting it happen. 
That's that true. There is something to be said about what he preached. I mean, let's let's listen to what he preached about. I, I, I don't. I, 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 I would prefer we don't not to hear, hear it again. Don, I'm, I'm not upset. Okay, listen. Yeah. I'm not saying yes. that you can't have personal preferences. What I'm saying is, don't push that out as being spiritual or from God's word. It's your personal preference. People in the congregation are depending on you to lead them spiritually with truth. Well, I think he's saying be the best that you can possibly be so that you will attract. Yeah, and that looks different for different people. It doesn't mean so you're putting on a girdle. So you're saying an unkept wig that, that that's going to attract a man if you want a man? It's so much more complex than that. Number one, the cost of getting your hair done as a black woman. <laughs> Number two, the lack of supplies in black beauty sto- in beauty stores having trying to find some place trying to find some place that actually has products that work for your hair that are expensive and affordable do you know how much it costs to get your hair braided my friend has got her hair braided 350 dollars yeah. how much it costs to get a, a decent wig all yeah. of that stuff is really expensive I, there's nothing you can do by yourself to make you look beautiful no i'm not saying that i'm just saying that we're putting preferences we're, we're putting our our preferences, I think, in the church on the wrong things. If you mm-hmm. want to talk to someone about marriage, talk about values and morals and consistency. Well, I think being it's, a, a, good, it's a whole package. Being though. a good person. Yeah, but a lot of these men focus m- more on what you look like. You ain't going to get a man if you don't put on a girdle. Yeah. You ain't going to get a man if you don't wear makeup. You guys are triggered. Those are, yeah. those are all very shallow things. I don't think they're shallow. They are shallow. I think, no, don't. no, no, no. I think they're very important to men. No. I think the way you look. Charm is deceptive and beauty no. is fleeting. But I, a woman right. who fears the Lord is to be praised. That's out of the Bible. So those I, pastors need to answer no. to that. Why are you telling women to focus on beauty that's fleeting? No, I, I think. It's, ir- it's spiritually I'm not saying to only focus Not to yeah. only focus on beauty, but to a man. To a man. Why do we have to do everything for you? What are you going to do for us? What, I heard the everything. The same thing. Her, well, I didn't hear him say anything about guys don't have those big beer bellies. Well, guys, I'll, I'll you, you need to go get, get some via, Viagra. Guys, you need it. to go take care of your private parts and get them in large. Yes. He didn't say any of that stuff to you guys. Well, that, 100%. That, that, that sermon wasn't available on Facebook And it's Watch. irresponsible to give broad advice because even for a man, what some women might look at in a man as being attractive, I I might look at it and think it's unattractive. So to mm-hmm. tell someone objectively that they need to do something to find a mate, to me, it's already problematic. It's not generally applicable. You're abusing your power as pastor. Get uh, off the pulpit. I think it's. Um, I think what he's serving up is medicine, and it don't taste good. It's not medicine. It's not. It don't taste good. I wonder how many members he has in his church, and I bet you they're all over the age of sixty. <laughs> That's why. And people keep asking, you like it. Oh, why are I'm younger people leaving you... the church? I'm going to send you, let me, I'll show you a video of his congregation because he has a lot of people. Like we're all over here running businesses, trying to change the world, make the world a better place. And you want to sit there and tell me to put more makeup on? Get out of my face. Yeah, I know. Go somewhere with that. Yeah, if you could do that for me. I'm good. That'd be great. Let's see here. Let me see if I can find his congregation. You're disgusted? It's disgusting. It really, truly is. Let me see. uh, If I have a good, I don't have a good... If I can find a good picture of his congregation. Are they all old? They're all women. Yeah, and this is the most troubling part of it. Uh, Do you know how many? Wow. How many? Get it together. Get a clean. Put them okay. on. You ain't even got no decent. Hold on. Might be begging for money. The devil is alive. Get pretty. Stop somebody say get pretty. Look at all those women in the audience. Why is he saying the devil is a liar? Get pretty. Is he saying the devil is telling these women look ugly for your man? Look at all, look at all those people in the, in the church. 
this is what's so abusive about it. This is, uh, I, I don't know if you guys follow the Lindsay's, Cornelius and Heather, but Cornelius no. has a video on, on YouTube talking about what he looks for in a woman. And he on it, there he's a pastor, just moved out to L.A. recently. I think he's trying to start another church. And he literally says in the video, no natural hair. As for me in my house, I need a woman with straight hair. None of that natural hair stuff is going to work. This is what you're ooh, preaching to black women who are trying to learn how to love themselves. Really, I didn't, bro? I didn't, Anti-black ooh. rhetoric. I didn't. I'm not preaching that. I'm just saying, but that's it, just it's, a fine, it's a fine no, line. I'm, Trying I'm, to tell women who to be, and they take advantage of women. It's such an easy market to tap so into. See, somebody I put know. this younger generation of preaching just rape in the gospel, saying whatever comes off the top of their heads. Public embarrassment is not the way. This is so. This was so identical to the woman that to the women that men said committed adultery. Jesus never called her that. I'm glad God sent the right one, called Son to save His people from their sins. Go sin no more was Jesus' most teachable moments. The word sin capped it all. I I literally just can't. Interesting. I've yeah. I have no <clears throat> patience for any of it. Mm, triggering. I'm actually sad that I had to hear that. Bothered me. Thanks, Don. He says drama queen. We're serious. Did you say? Did you say sorry to the big gulp? That you threw in someone's car. Hey, let me tell did you, you something. Apologize God, for that? God forgives. That was so long ago. Mm-hmm. God forgave me for that. Now you should too, and stop talking about that. More of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you, for making the best choice. The only station in LA of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Fifteen eighty. Stay tuned. KBLA Talk 1580 Unapologetically Progressive Radio Black owned and operated from the heart of Lumert Park, USA The heart of Lumert Park, USA We're listening and the convo continues right now Alright, welcome back to Don Amici vs. Everybody Kristen and Kiara I tried to uplift everybody with a nice word of God But Mm-mm. it seems that everybody's hating on Jesus today It's not hating no. on Jesus, it's <clears> hating <throat> on men I'm getting comments here Fake pastors, fake well, let's put uh, let's put into context. Single black women make up the majority of traditional black churches congregation. Most of these women are often complaining how men in the church go outside of the church to find wives, mainly because black women in traditional churches put a premium on being a good Proverbs thirty one woman rather than having both a spiritual appeal and a natural appeal. Although the delivery was harsh, I think the messaging is that if you want to be married and uh, do something to make yourself appealing physically so that you can capture a man visually. And then keep him with the godly beauty. That's essentially what is being said there. Wow, interesting. That was I a- mean, that's an opinion, but it's not biblical. Biblically, it says charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. I'm not even saying it's a bad opinion. I'm just saying call it what it is, mm-hmm. an opinion. It's not the word of God. Let's see, this is Cornelius Lindsay on his Deal breakers before marriage. Let's see. Let's hear you. Now you hate this guy. I don't hate, but hate, hate is a strong word. word. I don't hate anyone. He's my brother in Christ. Blah blah blah. <laughs> but I got a lot of problems with him, and I have left some comments on his Instagram. <laughs> has he? Has he? Has he commented back? No. To you? He's. Oh. They started uh, like taking comments off. I think they're actually under investigation for tax fraud right now. Oh, oh wow. Him and Heather. Yeah. yeah what goes around comes around. Right, and here. spiritual abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, physical attraction was really really big for me. I. I wanted to marry a woman to whom I was attracted to, and um, and I wanted I wanted her to be able to go and you know make sure that she did small things like 
put lotion on your feet. Some, I would meet some women and they would have like, you know, they're, they're, when they wore sandals, they'd have ash all underneath their... Let their, me tell you something. There's something about the smell of a woman when they put that scented lotion on or yeah. whatever Victoria's Secret. nice. Mm-hmm. Just drives a man wild. Feet and, you know, they would their elbows and stuff would be just white. It's like, you know, I just wanted her to, to have an upkeep, just have some type of respect. Can you pause that real yeah. quick? I don't know any woman whose elbows have been white. Yeah, I've seen a little they're... ash, but not like white. Though he's over-dramatizing the situation. A hundred. If you just got out the shower or you've been at the beach and yeah. our skin is black it gets ashy then maybe mm-hmm. okay all right let's hear some more this is what he this is are his deal breakers before marriage about her body that she she kept it up uh i wanted a woman who you know went and got her hair done or you know would, would fix her nails there were there was a time even after we got married that my wife and i we couldn't afford for her to get her hair done so she would she would do her own hair she would take time out plan out time and she'd do her own hair pause yeah. real quick yeah to kiara's point didn't what? kiara that's say not a, that's not a skill that you can no, learn no, no. she kiara said it's expensive to get your hair done no and he, he said just, he said do it herself i know i know and that's what i'm saying he made a point saying it was expensive so she started to do it herself but when you were asking about women doing their hair he even said that you know it's expensive but yeah. she said, but point. he said she still yeah, did but it that's, herself that's also a privilege not everybody has that opportunity yeah to take time every single day to get their hair looking right exactly takes time and speaking in terms of hair i wanted a woman who had straight hair Mm-mm. now stop I'm, right there i'm going to he's black by the way y'all he's yes, black. i'm going to be, call him out on that because i just want you to have hair matter of fact if you didn't have any hair i'd be still cool with you it's just how you wore it my thing is don't even tell me what you want i if you want what i am then come well, to let, me let otherwise me, let, i don't even want your opinion let me hear I this for it? no let me hear how well because he's getting into the stupid realm right now uh ruth 33 naomi tells ruth to get pretty so she oh hold on somebody's texting me uh ruth 33 naomi tells ruth to get pretty so she can go attract boaz it's biblical Mm. No, it happened in the Bible. Also, can we talk about how she stayed the night over and asked him to cover her with her robe? But at church, they'd be like, don't stay with a man. So, mm. Well, she was trying to get Boaz. Yeah, but I'm saying she went and stayed the night with Boaz. And then he sent her home the next day and was like, don't let nobody see you. They're not talking about that in church. Was she trying to get Boaz or Moaz? Boaz. Oh, I thought just some ass. Boaz. You know, I know the natural movement came out and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, babe. Praise the Lord for them, but yeah, he's stupid on that. He's and that's youthful ignorance. For for this house, we want to make sure your hair is straight. I wanted I, I wanted her to have to have to have a it was very misogynistic straight hair look. I wanted I, that was something that <clears throat> that it was important for me. I, I like the long hair. I like all that kind of stuff. I love I love the hair of a woman. I think that it, it really just shows her her beauty and it and and the length of it. And I, I love all that kind of stuff about her. And that was something that was very that was very important for me. Um, so a physical attraction was definitely important. Uh, I wanted a woman who was willing to grow. And what I mean by that is when I, when my wife and I, when I, when I met her, I was, I was a tester. I would constantly do and say things to see how she'd be willing to adapt in certain like situations. Yeah, me neither. There were many times when I would... Ruth was a freak. Pastors don't tell that past. Yeah, they I don't. I would start <laughs> certain things, start certain confrontations just to see how she would respond. 
I wanted to make sure that she was willing to grow. If she was willing yeah, to. Yeah, I don't. Make, I don't. Why would you want to do that? What happened? You playing games? I don't like. I don't like, yeah, I don't play game. games. I don't like playing games. When when this guy's a pastor? Yeah, is he shocking? He was a pastor of a big when, church when, in Atlanta. You know, when, the when Oasis Things didn't church. always go the way that she hmm. thought they should go, or things didn't always go the way that she wanted. I think he's gay. Um, he give me vibes. I, actually, I think that was in. There's a whole people really have a problem with him, and there's a whole thing about how they've been spiritually abusing people. I think there was somebody who said that he was. He, yeah, he has gay. certain vibes, and then uh, the way he's talking, I'm like, I don't. I just okay. I, 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 I taking into consideration the fact that we do know that there are lots of unmarried black women in the church, and a lot of them are desperately seeking mate i don't think it's bad to want to mate i don't think it's bad to want to get married but i think a lot of male pastors take advantage of that and they try to capitalize on it and they have books and sermons and all this stuff that they're telling women who to who to be and what to do in order to get married and a lot of these women are going out and buying all this stuff and getting their hair done and doing whatever the pastor says then they're still not married and they're wondering why i have a number of friends who came out of this church in particular and a lot of churches like this and they all describe it as trauma I am so glad I never went to a church like this. I I couldn't even imagine hearing a pastor say, it's shocking to me to hear this. I've never heard a pastor say anything like this ever. Right? Isn't it crazy? And I'm not saying... It's upsetting. Of course. If your goal... Talking about Ruth. If your goal is to get it on and popping... Naomi was like, look, you trying to get him on and popping, you trying to get on and popping with Boaz, this is what you need to do. We're going to make you look fine. We're going to put on some perfume. That I get it. That is sexual attraction. We're talking about what's important for marriage coming from a pastor. Yeah. Sexual attraction. I think that's marriage, important. Yeah, it is important, but there's a disconnect because in the church, they're also telling you, you have to be celibate. It's not about sex. It's you're supposed to be a Proverbs mm-hmm. thirty-one well, th- woman. Then they're also marriage, saying, though. but be sexy, but also, but don't be sexy, but also be sexy. It just depends on the pastor, and it depends on the day, and yeah. it's all these mixed messages, all tied to who you're supposed to be in order to attract yeah. a man. How about just being who God calls you to be, and the yeah. man who's supposed to be with you will be attracted to who you are as a woman. Right? I don't think that's a lot healthier. No, I don't think that's working. Get them to go. There'd be certain times where you know she would ask me about something, and I would say, no, we don't need to do that right now just to kind of get a reaction from her to see would she constantly yeah, rebel not, against that, like that or if she would listen if she would truly just respect the fact that i'm saying no don't do this and just respect my guidance in that because that i'm the boss i wanted a woman who was well, he's being led by god and he lead and god and he leads her. led by god to, to have one thing hair. i know is that if she's not if she doesn't have that firm relationship with christ if she doesn't submit with him first then there's no way that she was going to be able to submit to me if we were to get married which we did um Big for me. I didn't want a woman who was loud and ghetto. Uh, loud and ghetto. I don't want. I don't want a woman who's loud and ghetto. Mm. Andy, you want a woman who's loud and ghetto? Nope. Andy doesn't. Want, I think that's a man thing. I I I I don't even have words for help. Are you loud and ghetto? I, I I'm not. I don't subscribe to using that type of language. Yeah, Christy, I don't even know if you. Well, you know, I get loud, but you know. I mean, I'm loud. I, just, I don't. I mean, I think I can get ghetto, but I mean that's under. I don't under, think you can get ghetto. Yes, I can under the circumstances. Mm, okay. I can get Chris to ghetto. I would like to see that. And and to my point is have a preference, okay. But as a pastor leading a group of women, this is what you choose to push. No, yeah, no. This is the uh, Kevin Samuels of the church world. hundred percent. Loud ghetto, not for me. Something about a woman that just says. You know, I, I wanted I wanted her to 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 have some class about herself uh, when we're out in public, uh, when we are when we're even when we're at home, 
not loud, not not ghetto in the sense that, you know, she always got to have her head shaking or her hand going or, you know, having to. That is so like so. I was going to say that so many stereotypes that he said. Yeah. I mean, he's um, really she's not, slamming. She didn't have any type of, of black women. If, you know what I mean? He's being mean. It's amazing how triggered you guys education get education to act as if she doesn't have any kind of any kind of respect or class about herself. That that loudness. I always feel like she. Yeah, I think what he has is a decent message. The deliveries is. I get loud with somebody. I always feel like she got to tell somebody. Yeah, I, th I think there's a way to say what he's saying without sounding insulting. Or I always feel like she got to do something like that, whether private or in public. I I, I didn't want to deal with that. I'm, I'm I'm an introverted type of guy. Many people could they think I'm extroverted. They think I like to be out there, but I'm an introverted type of guy. I don't like all that all that spotlight. I like which is to why be you have a back. huge like church to, and a you know, YouTube channel. Do. My wife loves that social media stuff. She's the only reason why I still have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I don't page. I like and that. I don't know me neither. If it was up to me, all that stuff him. would be off because I could care but less. But he's what making a video. Think, um, but nonetheless, she, 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 I didn't, I didn't want her to be loud. I didn't want her to have have this sense of uh, like she didn't have any type of manners anywhere that we went. I'm wondering what uh, his was mom was me. like. I don't want a woman who was nagging. Maybe he's modeling after his mother. Uh, disrespectful. No, I, I'm I wondering if maybe his mom had those type of characteristics, and maybe that's why he's saying that. Maybe his mom, you know, was a little much. It, it's worth saying too that he married a mixed woman. Yeah, of course. I, I look who's really I'm light skin and straightens her hair all the time. Oh, this is her. Her. her, her. Can I see? Oh, she's got more followers than him. Yeah, she got really big on Pinky Promise. Hey everybody, and welcome to my YouTube channel. My name is Heather Lindsay, and I just want to thank you is for tuning mixed? in. Is she mixed? I mean, she's she like, yeah, she's like, mixed. Talk about I don't know what, what does it mean to be like a Titus chicken? two woman, a Titus two wife. Let's go ahead and read Titus two. Titus two and three. This is a godly woman here. Teach the older women to live in a way that honors God. They must not slander others or be heavy drinkers. Instead, they must teach others what is good. These older women must train the younger women to love their husbands. Their children to live wisely and be pure, to work in their homes, do good, be submissive to their husbands, then they will not bring shame to the word of God. Oh, oh look at that. Now, let's just break that down from the... I like that. Go ahead, Heather Lynn. No, what, what, she what? don't make sense. You said... A couple years ago, <laughs> she was like a woman of God, don't wear short shorts. And then she moved out to L.A. and she'd been posting pictures in the short shorts. And I just... Wait, so, so he this left is a his big church? Thing. Oh, they, they le there was a huge scandal. They got in trouble. There was spiritual abuse allegations, tax fraud, um, oh, wow. misuse of funds. He had some sexual charges. So they left their church in L.A. and left it to Mace to run the church. And then came out to L.A. Now they're trying to start a new church as if we didn't, as if we offered. She does about dress very conservatively here. Mm. You know, he's, she's got the straight hair, which I, I mean, you know, I, it's not a requirement for me. I, I come as you are. And here's my thing. It's OK to have preferences. Stop trying to tell women it's coming from God. It's coming from you. Right. As a pastor, don't right. stand on a pulpit and make it seem like your preferences are God's preferences. That's control. Oh, wow. There's a whole many lies of Cornelius and Heather Lindsay. I Christian told you. scammers, tax evasion, spiritual, financial abuse. Told you. I'm not making this stuff up. But you know what? I mean, that is, I know that I got ripped off by somebody emotionally and like what you call spiritual abuse from a woman that was on YouTube and she also had a church out here and she moved to Texas. And 
And it is the most devastating feeling when you really follow somebody and you really like them and you're listening to what they're saying. Then all of a sudden they come weird with their, you know, their beliefs and how they're interpreting the Bible. It's it's messed up. And she got called out on YouTube for being a big fraud. And I'm yeah. glad people are calling him out because if you really are trying to find somebody and connect with the pastor and this is what you get, it's, it's harmful. What's the pinky promise? What is that, that was uh, a group that she started. I went to a pinky promise meeting out here when I first got here. No offense. It was weird. The women were really weird. And I was like, I'm never going back. What, what, what did they do? Uh, was it was so this thing she started where you wear a bracelet and you pr- promise to be a virgin until you get married type thing. And a lot of women around the country. I think it. she started it maybe with good intentions. Also, just worth saying, she used to be an MTV VJ. And then that didn't work out. So she transferred to trying to keep you pure. being a pastor's wife. Right, listen, so, I'm, a, I'm a fan of so Buster Wide Open. That. Go ahead and do but you. I knew, I knew somebody who went to her church and all... Both of them were constantly preying on the group of unmarried women who want to be married because there's a lot of desperation there. There's a huge market there. And she'd say things like, well, if you really want a husband by the end of this year, donate to Pinky Promise and like pressuring them to give money. Uh, but everything was always connected to like getting a husband. Yeah, if you really want like a husband, that. you'll buy this new you book. Should, if you, you really want a husband, yeah. you'll do this. God, nope. like you don't have to do it. But God, you know, if no, you really love him the way you say you do. Not a big fan of that. that they really should they, they should want to buy whatever you're selling, not you should have to kind of entice them to do it. All right, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Build Black Better. Better. Tweet it. Tell it. L.A. finally has a black-owned talk radio station. And it's unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. It's made fresh and by hand. Made with a smile. And made to order just for you. This is a rather bold pronouncement, but we think we can back it up. Back it up. Back it up. If you come across a radio frequency anywhere, putting more variety and more diversity on the air than KBLA Talk 1580, we sure would like to hear about your discovery. You got to have vision. You can search. We are confident that you won't find more shows covering more topics, hosted by a more diverse and inclusive lineup of talkers than the squad we have assembled here at KBLA Talk 1580. This is the time, brothers. This is the time. We've got something for everybody. That's right. Health and healing, history and humor, issues and events, empowerment and entertainment, all in one station. What's really going on? Free enterprise, you dig? KBLA Talk 1580. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about. King Kong ain't got on me, on me, on me. What you know about A. Marie? This is that one thing. Come on now. Oh. Wow. I love. She only had one or two, maybe a possible three songs. Here, when I was in Europe, they loved Amory. Amory. She was like their Beyonce. She was really? everywhere. Oh, really? Everybody was is she European? I don't know. I don't think she is. For whatever reason, she was just popping in Europe. This, I never heard people talk about her here like they did there. No, she she came out with a few songs, and really, this was maybe the one thing that did kind of break through for her, but I don't think it was followed up by a, a number of hits after that. Why Do um, We Fall in Love? That was a good song. Why don't we fall in love? I was like, ooh, who's that cute black woman? Yeah, yeah I love that. Hmm. Let's see here. Um, let me hear father reject his ex-wife's apology. I'd like to, sure. This is, um, I guess, the Yala Van Zandt. I don't, I don't know how old this is. Action. 
So the ex-wife accused him of molesting his own daughters. We gonna tell the truth. Mr. Monzel, in your lie detector test, you were asked, did you have any sexual contact with any of your three daughters? You said no. And the lie detector said there was no deception. In your face! <laughs> yes, thank God. How does that feel for you? And that your daughters know it. I like Ayala Van Sant, but I just feel like she exploits people on TV. I mean, people want to be exploited, but yeah. this is, yeah. you know, these, these, these things, because I don't know if anybody learns from this. It's more so, let's show you some drama and I'm going to try to heal it. I felt they always didn't know it. You felt they always did know it? Mm -hmm. And didn't speak it because? They didn't know no better. So actually, the, the mother must have, like, told them that your father raped you? Yeah, but how would they not remember that? And it how, was told. I don't understand. How accurate are those hard. tests? What, the lie detectors? Yeah. I mean, they're not admissible in court, but I mean, I think that they can tell if you're being deceptive. You know? Why they give the, 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 the death? Miss Yvonne took a lie detector test and said, did you make up or exaggerate any stories with the intention to harm Monzel? She responded, no. And the answer was deceptive. Ooh. Oh. Then he asked you. She just looked angry too. Did you say something to the effect of, I'm gonna make sure you're never happy again? She responded, no. And the answer was deceptive. <sighs> Poor so Monzel. Miss Yvonne has acknowledged that her story about you. What would make somebody so damaged and upset and angry that and hateful? Yeah. To damage the children's father in the eyes of the kids. Like, why? That's got to be nothing but the devil. You know? Yeah. yeah What's your know. motivation? I don't know why somebody would Touching your children in a sexual way was not true. So, Miss Yvonne, is there anything that you wanted to say to Mr. Monzel? Come on now. Why didn't you fight for him harder if you knew you Excuse didn't me. do it? Woo she is angry. And what is it that he could have said hmm. that would have made you not believe the lie you were telling? Miss Yvonne, you told the lie. It was a lie, and you told it. And you got to own it. I'm sorry. I need you to say that you did not rape your girls. I need to hear it come out your mouth the way I've always heard it, Ma. I apologize for accusing you of raping them. Please forgive me. He, he like, nope. <clears throat> I couldn't forgive you. I could never forgive you. Like yeah, that. I couldn't forgive you. I, listen, I... Could? Some women... I need more backstory for this. Who she accused him? Did she do it publicly? Did she do it legally? Like, did she call the police? I think she was trying to indoctrinate the children with that mm -hmm. type of lie that your father raped you and that you may not remember it. Some and and you know I went through something similar to this. There are some women that do not really understand that. Um, they look at fathers as not really like the children are theirs. 
mm-hmm. gave birth to them. Those are my children. Like property. Yeah, like property. And yeah. that you're just financial responsibility. And and when a relationship ends, some some women, not all, and I want to put this on every woman, but some women will, will be so angry that they'll try to ruin whatever relationship their children have because they hate the the uh, the father so much and they'll lie or call the police or do any type of thing to try to either get them thrown in jail because they're so angry. The human part of me understands why people want revenge. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it feels good when we're watching movies and the main character gets revenge. We all cheer with the main character. But when you getting revenge is hurting or harming, especially someone like your children or even the parent of your children, you have to ask yourself, why am I doing this? A lot of times it's more ego based than anything else. And and listen, it's hard to try to fight for your kids when you have someone who is an uncooperative co-parent yelling, screaming, accusing you like it's. There's no, there's no manual for getting through that. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You, you try to get through it, but I like how many times, you know, and I hate to say some, some, some people will run, run, run a man off, you know, or, or in what other cases. What do you cases, mean? What does that mean? Well, well, like, you know, they just put up such a massive amount of um, uh, obstacles, whether through uh, trying to tarnish reputation, um, uh, getting police involved to, to have a relationship with the children that you just, some men will just give up. Um, give up because it's like how do you how do you fight this? Yeah. And it's hard to fight. You know how do you, how do how do I prove that I didn't um, molest my kids? How do you prove that? I didn't do it. I do feel like if you and, didn't do it, then you should probably go hard, being like, "Nah, that didn't happen." Because that's a very strong, strong accusation. accusation, and especially when it's coming from a woman who may say it with passion, there may be and a level of authority that some may believe that, like. Because why would you say that if it wasn't true? You know, it's kind of not, not something you kind of play with. You know, but it seems that she took the lie detector test and was deceptive. Yeah. I, this is why, though, I think we have to do a better job of having conversations about the consequence of sexual intercourse. Because it also doesn't make sense to live in a society where people are pressuring you to be with or normalizing just being with anybody and everybody and not dealing with consequences because if this person ends up having your child you're going to be tied to this person forever yeah i don't think people think about that when they sleep with other people they literally don't think about you know if if, if i get this person pregnant you know i'm going to be you know stuck with this person you know forever whether you know whether they want to be or not because sometimes things just don't work out and you think oh this is going to be great and you don't really know you do you ever really know somebody like when you think about it do you ever really know you might think oh she's great this is the right one and vice versa he's wonderful he's great and then all of a sudden you find out like who they really are well i think yeah you really don't know how you don't really know how people are until you apply pressure to them then you see a whole different side everybody's good by putting that fake character is that, that character up that representative but when you push their backups against the wall, you really see what their character is really made out of. Well, that's why I think time is important because you don't yeah. have to apply pressure. Life will apply pressure. Yeah. Life yeah. is hard. Yeah. It is. It, it is very hard. You know? And also, it, the longer you're in a relationship, people do change. And you're not, I mean, like I know I changed. And it's not like I predicted that I was going to change like this. Just things happened for me well, where changed I changed. How? Um, I think I've calmed down a lot more, you know, definitely calmed down. And I, I, 
I don't know. I'm just different. I'm not as feisty as I used to be. That's for sure. And I know boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. He's, you know, he enjoyed watching adult, you know, pornography. Adult film. He liked, he used to watch that stuff. I mean, he had a whole drawer through it, wow. through, with it. And I remember when. Every man had a whole drawer. Well, don't, don't make bl- blanket statements. And Listen, like, we either had a magazine or that one good video that we would pop just in. Just speak for yourself. And I didn't, I, I had a hard time <laughs> accepting it. And then I realized I'm just, you know, just accept it. Just, I, for me, what out of you, sight, out of mind, I don't want to know problem? what you're doing. What was your I problem? Just, I just didn't want to know. Like, I found it and I wish I didn't find it. It just bothered me. That's like, if you went, and, you know, like he had said, could you go get something out of a drawer? And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's all these movies. Maybe he wanted you to see it. If he sent you to the drawer. He didn't realize that I went to the, well, I went to the wrong drawer. Oh. So um, I didn't realize he had all this stuff. And so it was hard for me at first. There was a lot of bickering back and forth about it. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. And just out of the blue, one day he's like, throw it all out. I don't even want well, yeah, cause it. Because nobody has a DVD player anymore. Who's going to watch all well, that stuff? Well, it's a little bit more than that. He decided that he wanted, he just, he was over it. He's like, I'm just not into this stuff anymore. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, he just changed. And he also became very religious. Well, so now he's he a little bit more religious. So he changed in ways that you like. Yeah, I didn't expect him to change like that. But it just came out of the blue. Well, maybe you rubbed off on him. I did. Of course I did. Yeah. Please. That's so fascinating to me because... Like, have either of you been in relationships where someone changes for the worst? Like, they were one way when you started dating, and then they became a person that you I don't didn't think really I've like? ever been that way. Maybe I was the guy who changed for the worst. Yeah. Maybe, or I was always the same, and then they just got tired of dealing with it. Oh, I don't, true. I don't, I don't know if I changed for the worst. I don't think I changed for the well. I don't know. I went through my moods. Yeah, no. But they were always rooted with good intentions. They were never rooted in evil intentions. But I think I was like sometimes less attentive in the relationship than I should have been. But you started out attentive and then you became less attentive? I was always attentive because everything I did was for the relationship. But life hit me. Like when I started working, at, I was in a relationship for five years. And I started working at KGLH. And the first two, three years, it's a weird place to work. Because up is down, left is right. It's the bizarro world of any radio station I've ever worked at. You know, this is, I worked at CBS Radio, Smiley Audio, very professional right here. Mm-hmm. KJLH was like, a, it's a different beast. And so there was always this weird thing of like, you're about to get fired, this and that. People are talking on the street. Just the, the, the most, instead of saying, hey, the ratings came out, you guys are down. It would be things like, things like this would come to my attention. Hey, we asked a couple of people on the street and they're not digging the show. So I said, stressful. I said, you asked a couple people on the street. Yeah. What people? What street? Yeah, stressful what? That. Yeah. So stuff like that would always happen. I would just say there's a word for it. It starts with an N and ends with an ish. Um, mm. that, well, that, that happened and went, went what down. Is that? That. What word is that? Will you tell me <laughs> during the break? I'll, I'll whisper okay. it in your ear. Uh, <laughs> this I is, thought that, but I was like, there's you, no way. This is why you can never be ghetto, because you don't even know what, the, what we're talking I, about. Well, I thought... Stop. I thought that, but I was like, there's no way Don would say that word. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Big, big time. So I would come home. Now, I used to have a 40-minute drive home so I could relax, but I, we moved to West L.A., and so I would, it, my 40-minute my ride home turned into 15 minutes. And I would come home stressed out, and so my girlfriend at the time would rush to the door and want to hug and kiss and when, when I came home. That was her love language. And I would push her away because I'm like, I need a minute. Mm. I need a minute. I'm going through a massive amount of stress from this place that I'm working at. 
I'm concerned about getting fired. I, I got you. I got your daughter. I got the bills. We're in a recession. The jobs are not happening here. Like all of this is weighing down on me. And so what she needed was someone to embrace her when she came looking for me because she was happy to see me. Yeah. And I and you punished and, her for and, that. And I well, I. I I didn't punish her. I just couldn't give her what she needed in that moment because what I needed was a moment to allow the um, negative, the massive amount of negativity that was placed upon me to evaporate out of my head to where I can be in a space and give you what you need. See, I'm not in the business of giving relationship advice because so, who am I? But I'll tell you what I do and what works. If I'm feeling some type of way from work or just stressed or whatever, I try to take a couple minutes in the car to readjust my mind yeah. to switch focus before I go in the house before I hang out with the poet or whatever because other that otherwise that energy transfers yes. yeah, you're right right you're I, right the negativity yeah. from the job came through into me and I brought it home with me mm. and that's not a good thing your home is supposed yeah. to be a place of refuge all right Jim and Randy I see your phone calls we'll get to you next 800-920-1580 we're taking your calls this is KBLA Talk 1580 we know you have options, options. but thank you thank you making the best choice the only station in la of the people by the people for the people we are unapologetically progressive kbla talk 1580 1580 and the ad council we knew you'd stick around this is la's home for progressive talk radio welcome back to kbla talk 1580 why does stephanie miller have a bust of a booty on her desk i don't know i don't know it's it's actually funny though you know she's I don't know if it's because she's gay. I'm not sure. Oh. Huh. Okay. Is that a gay requirement that gay people have? Uh, just a bust know. of a, a booty on I them? don't know. Every, everybody there is gay. So I um, maybe somebody else brought that in as oh. decoration. Maybe it's just I'm not like sure. an inside joke. Yeah, thing. I don't even know. I saw that and I didn't understand it either. Yeah, I mean. Is it a male? Re- re- let me I, see. Because I, I saw it, but. It's right there. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably for one of the gentlemen. Is that considered <laughs> inappropriate for the workplace? Because I think if a straight male, well, I mean, it on the workplace desk, is in her attic, so I don't know. How I don't I'm just know. Saying, I think if we saw that on a straight male's desk, we would not be happy about it. You're right. Maybe it's a maybe it's a piece of artwork from. Very true. I don't know. They do some funny things that that I actually, they're they're funny, but yeah, I, I don't know what it means. Right. Is she is she in her attic or in her basement? That's in her basement. Oh, her basement. Yeah. Have you been there? Oh, yeah. I used to work there before I started working at oh. home from home. Yeah, I used to. She lived in the most amazing place. It's not even oh, funny. Wow. It's like a dream house. Wow. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Let's go to, uh, see, let's go to Randy and uh, Watts. Randy, what's going on? Hey, hey. How are you doing, everybody? All right. You're right. You know, you know as, much as, as much as we try to work with you ladies, and, you know, she was saying she goes into her guy's drawer, and he's got a bunch of DVDs, uh, apparently, and he's watching porn. Uh, adult film. Did, did that upset? Yeah, yeah, I mean, adult film. Did, uh, did, did, did that upset you? Yes, because for uh, me personally, it used to be a deal breaker. If I knew 
you're done with me. But because I loved and cared about him and we were in a relationship for a long time and I found it, uh, I didn't know he was doing it. Like I said, if I don't know, I don't really care. But the fact that I found these videos was troubling and I'm not going to lie. I gave him a hard time and I, I talked to a couple of different women that said, you got to let it go because you're not going to control it. You got to let him do what he needs to do and stop trying to bully him, you know, but other boyfriends, when I found stuff like that, they were done with him. I changed and I just let him do it and whatever. And then he changed. So he said, let's throw him out. I'm not interested in this stuff anymore. He can't even watch nudity. Like we were trying to watch Euphoria. And he's like, why are you watching this? This is sick. So he's changed a lot. And I think a lot of it has to come. It's because he um, is really into. No, he's really, really, really into church. He reads the Bible. And there's something there. that makes him. Yeah, there's something that makes him not to not want to kind of look at that stuff anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Suppose it had been supposed have been gay porn before you found some women's uh, underwear or something in there. I guess that would have that would have really been on, on the other side. Yeah, I mean, it would have still been. All that would have been a deal breaker. Was there some trauma in your youth? Of course there what? was. Oh, there yeah, was. Yeah, you know, there was a lot of you, trauma in my youth. A, yeah, a lot of sexual. Do you trauma? do yes. you have a therapist? Yeah, yes, yes, you I do. Do. Do, you, yeah. do you have a therapist? Yes, I do. Oh yeah, because you know he went from he went from trying to learn a few things. To please you, but now he's into the church. Yeah, he done went too far now. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Ah! He's, he's, he's too far. He's too far in a whole other direction now. He's gone now. too far. Yeah, he's gone to the dark side now. He's gone to the dark side. I feel sorry for you. Oh. All right, funny. all right. He's thank funny. you, Randy. I appreciate you. Know, first, you know, you know, it's one of them deals. First of all, I messed up on, on drugs. Now I'm all messed up on Jesus. So it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Randy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate oh my it. Goodness. That was all right. Funny. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm, I, I, you know, I would say I pray for you. But I, I got to check with like, Anonymous first. I yeah, got to we... check with Anonymous. Yeah, <laughs> Anonymous. Come in there. Help her out. Don't. No. <laughs> no. 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 Anonymous. No, Randy, bring no. Bring the devil in. No, Randy, do not. Right, yeah. Listen, don't bring him up. Thanks for the call, Randy. I appreciate it. <laughs> Randy's hilarious. I love that. Uh, he did go off the deep end, though, huh? Why yeah. are you guys saying off the deep end? He just had a change of um, perspective. We need to work on this. Are you still this prude now because of the trauma? Or are you working through it? I don't understand. I mean, I, I was never a prude. I did what I needed to do. But then I realized I don't need to do it if I don't want to. Do you understand? Yeah. And so I, I don't think that's fair. I don't think just because a woman is more conservative doesn't mean she's prude. No, no, no. But I never used to be. I, I think it's with age. I mean, I had a promiscuous, a very uncomfortable promiscuous okay, so stage. What, so what happened? I realized I wouldn't want to be. I don't want to be a hoe, and that's basically. I told you, like. So you start. So, you, so no, but so you. I mean, because you worked for ninety seven one, which was that 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 adult stuff was always hanging around. Right. That format. and it was really hard for me. Really. And, but, but remember, I drank a lot. So when oh. you drink, you get a yeah. little bit relaxed. Great goose got feeling loose. Then you start feeling a little bit loose. I think I changed when I stopped the drinking and the partying because I realized I was doing stuff that. It was against who I was. I was doing it because, oh, he's cute or, oh, this. And I was I was becoming the guy. Oh. Like, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. I'm done. Andy, can we go to the store and get uh, Krista a bottle of Don Julio? <laughs> okay. That's why I don't drink. 
Okay, interesting, interesting. I just, you know, I don't like, you know, I don't. It sounds, you sound very repressed. Is no, what I'm saying. I'm not that's repressed. Not what I'm that's what it sounds like. No, it, I mean, so, it sounds you, like a good night to you is reading the Bible. That's your your qual your quality of life has changed. It has. Yeah. Because I mean, you have to understand. I was hooked up with guys that were into some serious fetishes. You know, I was looking into being a dominatrix, Whoa. submissive. I mean, I'm telling you, I've I've dealt in that sexual stuff, but I realized a lot of it came from the trauma of the childhood. Yeah. Mm. And then I decided I don't like any of this. I don't want to do this, and so I stopped. Huh. So reading the Bible, that's uh that's as much fun we got going on. That's a, that's that's, that's we third. We talk about the is Bible. that third base? We talk about that's third base. We talk about the Bible every night. Krista's fun. You like to go skating. I do. And I go hiking. roller skating and hiking. I do all that, and it's good for me to do things by myself. You act like I don't have urges. Believe me, I do. But I control those urges. Yeah, get the cobwebs out of there. Come on now. Oh my god. <laughs> all right, let's go to Jim in uh, L.A. What's going on, Jim? Real quick. You 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 guys are hilarious. <laughs> you you. You're, you're really on a roll. You could do this show without any calling. Because <laughs> you guys are just carrying the day. But look, I, hey, uh, you were mentioning, Don, that uh, perked my interest uh, uh, when you was in your relationship. And then uh, at the same time, you was working for KJLH. Uh, boy, that perked memories, man. Because <laughs> to, to work at the legendary... KJLH to be an alumnus of, of KJLH, you have stories. Right, and I was there for ten years. We were there at the same yeah. time, but I, I I never met you. I, I you know um, I'm, I'm there handling my business and whatnot. But let me tell you, that is an interesting place to work. Yeah, and anyone who worked there for any length of time has a story to tell. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it's the bizarro world when it comes. I always, <clears throat> I always used to equate that radio station that it's not a radio station doing business; it's a business trying to do radio. Uh, and there's a difference there um, because well, they're legendary, and obviously their owner. But yeah. the the amount of talent that has come through there—I mean, amazing people. Yeah, DL, Ma, that Monique, have um, KJLA, a lot of people, yeah, and all of them got an interesting story to tell. I'm sure <laughs> if. They, if they heard you say your little bit, they probably said, "Well, I got a story for you." Yeah, I think DL yeah, one, one know, time they, said uh, these studios are so ragged, even Stephen Wonder could see that. Wow! You know, uh, you well, know, they have you know they they have a lot of chiefs in different positions, but at the end of the day, everybody's beholden to Steve. Yeah, at the end. So of the day. it it creates an interesting dynamic as far as a um, you know workplace professionalism, yeah. right or wrong. But uh, yeah, if you were there during a relationship, it doesn't surprise me you had two <laughs> two mountains to deal with. Right. It, it was a very it was so, a very very tough time just because you know you 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 want to do a good job, you want to do radio, you want to do what you were trained, but then you step into this world that none of what you're training throughout your career means anything. The only thing that means something is depending on what someone's feeling that day, and it was very hard to kind of just deal with. And I'm not the only one who who uh, dealt with the breakup of a relationship by working in that environment, and um, you know it, it, it was tough, and it, it took a while to kind of get your bearings in that place to really understand who's boss, who's not the boss, what can you do, what 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 can't you do. That and, would and be a, that, that would be an interesting that would be an interesting uh, TV show. 
talk show. Uh, the alumnus of KJLH. I think you guys I, need you know, a support group well, or I, I, I always used to say uh, <laughs> KJLH stood for kindness, joy, love, and hell. You know, <laughs> that's what it is. Hey, hey, Jim. Well, you know, one, one thing I can say, though. Oh, Jim, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second because uh, I'm getting towards the bottom of the hour. We'll get back to you, uh, Sean. I see your phone call, too. Um, we got a lot of stuff to cover this KBLA Talk 15 Nobody's Out perfect, but everybody's important. Don't change the dial. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, let's go back to Jim in L.A. Uh, what were you saying before the break, Jim? Yeah, well, you know, basically you got to... You got to love KJLH. Um, if, what's that old saying? If you worked in New York, you can make it anywhere. Some kind of, <laughs> yeah. If you, succeed if you can in make New it, York, if you can make it yeah. in New York, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. If you were at KJLH for five years, you can, you can succeed anywhere, John. Yeah. It was, uh, it, it was, it was the most interesting. And listen, uh, and I'm not trying to dog KJLH because CB Warner has, no, 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 he, not he, at all. He has not an amazing heart. He's given so many opportunities to so many, um, people. Um, he offered me a job. Oh, amazing the, talent. Amazing, amazing talent. talent has been through those doors. Yeah. He offered me a job, uh, when the recession hit and happened, um, you know, they wanted me and Tammy to go do the morning show over there. That didn't really, you know, uh, it's, but it's hard for me to work in a place where people lie on a consistent basis and look at you in your face and lie and lie and lie Ooh. and lie and lie and lie and lie and lie. Yeah, right. Well, I don't know. Lie, Big time entertainment. Who knows? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Listen, I I have nothing. One of the first things that when Tavish Smiley talked about me coming over here, he says, "You know, I'm, I'm about fidelity," and um, you know, he's like transparency, and, and and this has been one of the most professional places I have ever had the place. To, you know, opportunity to work for you know we, we sit there and talk about the direction of what how you want things and it's and it's literally it's like look i hired you to do a job you do it you know I, i'll give you right, some notes right. and but for the, for the most part you know i'm not going to look over your shoulder your profession you do, you do what you do i love transparency i don't yeah. understand why bosses would hire people they don't trust and then keep important information from because them if i'm on your team i'm on your team mediocre yeah. people need to justify their existence by interjecting themselves in and in, in justifying themselves mm. and so you have intermediaries who have to have something to say uh, because otherwise if I just let you do what you do well, what am I you know well how do I justify me getting paid yeah no I, I completely hey, hey Don let me let me let me just say looking forward to you guys next mixer your audience is growing out here okay oh oh I, oh, listen, awesome. I, I appreciate it and Jim I always used to appreciate the flowers you brought to the radio station I, I always love that <laughs> Okay, buddy. All hey, right. you guys have a good evening. All Love right. you. Right. Can, can I tell you that this is the first radio station where I walk in and there's not a lot of people doing. Well, there's no people, yeah. but all the when I say this, no people doing drugs because every station <laughs> I walk <laughs> in on, I'm not joking. This station, it's nice to walk in and you don't, you know, smell pot or you know see people half naked or people doing drugs. Every station I work for. It was always some type of drugs or, you know, uh, naked people roaming around. So it's nice naked to have a people. professional environment. I never saw that at CBS. Oh, I, well, see, I worked at nights, and that's all oh. I'd see, naked people and lots of people doing the dirty oh. in the bathroom. Uh, this is oh, the wow. radio yeah. station I've ever worked at, so I have nothing to compare it to, but Tavis is great. Yeah, I very Tavis. professional. Very yeah, yeah, nice. well, I mean, you're working for an amazing individual, a scholarly individual, an academic who, you know, uh, he prides himself on being professional. I mean, you know, it's just, I couldn't ask for nothing greater than uh, uh, an, an amazing man to work for uh, like Tavis Smiley and, and just everybody here. This is, you know, radio is kind of weird. Um, sometimes you get in a radio station where everybody cl clicks, and yeah. I've only been at one other radio station where 
it felt like a family. And and, and, and here, it's just everybody's You know what I love, cool. too? And Tavis did not pay us to say any of this. <laughs> but I think it's really special when you have a boss who's invested in you and your career as a person, yeah. even outside of the job. Right. Because I work for so many other jobs where it's like, I can't talk about the other stuff I'm doing, or I have to separate it, or all the boss cares about is you doing the job. Right. Or I feel like Tavis has taken such an interest in, like, everything. Absolutely. Which is so different. He's, like, been so supportive with my book and my cards, and I don't take that yeah, for granted. Yeah. yeah, like, why wouldn't you want to be supportive of your employees and help your employees out? Because you just want them to focus on that job. And it's interesting because there are bosses who don't. I've had a lot of bosses who, in this industry, who've tried to block me, and it was very frustrating, but, you know, it, you know. Can you, you give specifics? Oh, no. yeah. Like, like I, there were two bosses. There was one boss, which was the main boss, which was like, uh, he was a big deal. And um, the boss under him, the operations manager, was like, you need to let Krista do this, do that, like kind of like grow who she is. Because I was young when I got in, in and people were, I was really feisty, like I said. So people like to hear the feisty side. And it worked for this type of audience. But he was like, no, you stay in your role. I'm not going to help you. Um, evolve okay so but he'd bring in these big breasted fox boob looking (laughs) women and once he was done with them you know because I knew they would only last a short short amount of time before he got rid of them you know so he'd give all these outsiders people with no experience opportunities before me so I they'd have to send me to other like to San Diego to do my thing like when Don and I did something I drove all the way to San Diego to be able to do my own show without him trying to block opportunities I was given he tried to constantly block them but yet give gave me like employee of the month and told me how wonderful I was I I don't think every opportunity for me because you did what you did so good and you were dependable I don't think they wanted anybody else they didn't want you to go or grow in any other position that's selfish that That was selfish well from a from a from an operations standpoint I need employees in the job doing what they need to do and it sucks because like why would you want to stunt the growth of your employees you stunted the growth because I got along with all the talent Mm. and so I was really in high demand which was really nice to be in high demand but that's I wanted to do more and he wouldn't let me do more yeah I had to go to another market to do more yeah and and look Mm. Look what it really like. Look what it really happened at the end of the day. Everybody gets fired. Like you know, what I'm saying. I know. So, you, so you didn't even have a chance to grow your skills so that you could even stay through the transition. Maybe over into Amp Radio or, or something. You know, or, or or somewhere else within CBS. It was just like, oh, you know, this is what it is. Um, you know, now they're all gone. And that's now they're all gone. Station. But yeah, that's. Uh, but so I'm saying, Tavis is a class act. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've dealt with bosses that were not class acts. Yeah, Tavis Smiley has a new book out, Don't Let Misery Have the Last Word, or I'm not sure when the book's coming out, but I know he's doing audio essays that are only exclusive to the app. And if you have an opportunity, download, and if you haven't downloaded it, download the app. Um, you can send us an open mic uh, message during the show if you can't call in. Um, but you can hear audio excerpts from, from the essays of Don't Let Misery Have the Last Word. Uh, he's an amazing he's an amazing writer. Yep. You talk about a guy who, who can sit there and put some stuff to words. I listen to him on the radio, and I'm like, yeah. Very poignant. Yes. Very. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, you know, I, w- I want to ask him if I can come on his show, but I'm like, could I even have, could I even handle a conversation with him on? <laughs> you, you, well, it depends on what you're talking. Yeah, I'm about. so low. I, you know, I'm I, I'm low brow. You know, I, I yeah. like hanging out in the gutter. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you can you. you can handle the high level intellectual conversations. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just I listen to them sometimes. And I'm like, I wouldn't even think to ask these questions. You just have to have your canned answer for what you <laughs> say when you don't understand what he's saying. I know. I'd have to have a dictionary. <laughs> I, I have. I learned from pageants. Whenever I don't know what the heck people are saying yeah. or they ask me a question, I'm like, you know, that's a great point or that's a great question. I think as long as we're having productive, collaborative, solution oriented <laughs> conversations, we're headed in the right direction. And that means I don't know what the heck. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds good, though. At all. But that sounds good, though. That sounds great. I yeah, love you know, uh, Tavis, the geopolitical uh, state of the world is uh, looking very troublesome right now as uh, pawns are being moved into different places in NATO and uh, you know, the United Nations. Just saying things. Or <laughs> an, another great thing to pull out is, you know, as an American, democracy <laughs> is very important to me, and I trust that the people will make the right decision. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. Well, who worked with you on these answers? Like, did you guys that, I, had a, I had a pageant coach. Because so, oh, okay. they used to ask me all kinds of stuff in interviews or on stage questions. Like, what's your position on Istanbul? And stuff I had no clue how to answer. So you have to have an answer. That, is, that just means I don't so know what, what you if, if he said, what is your stance on Istanbul, what I did said, you say? I said, as an American, you know, I... <laughs> I really believe in democracy, and I trust that the people of Istanbul will make the right direct like decision. And they were like, "Good answer." <laughs> so clueless. Man, we were just asking you about the food in Istanbul. We didn't ask you nothing about democracy or anything like I that. I mean, usually if someone's bringing up a question about foreign affairs, they're asking about like a political issue. Yeah. And so if you just say, "Let the people decide," you can't be wrong. No, well, of course. Let me, let me I ask love you a that. question: Is that the type of answer they were looking for? It doesn't really matter as long as you answer it well. No, no. What, what I mean is that we're, you're right, right. That's what I'm saying. Were they looking for an answer, or are they just looking for a polished individual who can who can navigate a conversation? They're looking for someone to be polished because at the end of the day, you don't always know what's going to be thrown at you, especially yeah. if you're working in media. So yeah. if you can speak to specifics on a particular question, even better. But as long as you can answer it and sounds like you know what you're talking about, you're good. Oh, that's an amazing. I just you gave me a whole different perspective on that whole. Pageantry pageantry. Thing. I'm trying to tell y'all. Yeah. Uh, a whole. I never really even looked at it like that. I just thought yeah. they. I just thought that I. They're, they're looking to see how you handle yourself as the winner. How you would handle yourself as the winner when you because you you when you're doing interviews, things may pop up and these questions may come your way. A hundred percent. Interesting. They're I never really concerned think. about what your answer is, is and more how polished are you? How are you in an environment of stress? Are you able to sound politician? polish and articulate because nobody wants a pageant winner who's going to sound dumb when right. they're being interviewed on USA Today or whatever. And you have to keep the smile, right? Yeah, you've got to keep the smile. Yeah. It's all very poised. I tell people all the time, so much of my success I attribute to competing in pageantry. I learned so much. Yeah. Did um did you feel weird? Did, did they make you do the bikini thing? Oh yeah, I wore swimsuit. It didn't feel weird to me. I'm not really shy about my body. Mm -hmm. And everyone always talks about it as if it's a very misogynistic thing for all these men that are whistling. But let me tell you there's no men at beauty pageants the only men that are there are maybe dads or brothers or gay pageant coaches it's not like straight men are going to pageants on the weekend like hey let's go to this pageant <laughs> let's go to miss virginia on tuesday so it's not a weird well, what's, yeah. well you know before we move on what, what, what was the purpose of the swimsuit 
Well, in large part, I think most systems have gotten rid of it. But the idea is supposed to be a well-rounded individual that you're someone who cares about yourself physically, spiritually, oh. psychologically. So it's it's just a, such a small part of competing. It's yeah. like a five-minute piece. So much of what I did as a title holder had nothing to do with the swimsuit or my body. But people yeah. just tend to focus on that. Sound like a Cornelius Lindsay woman. That's do you think no, there were, <laughs> were there ever any? Um, I've stopped watching the pageants a long time ago have there ever been any women that have been overweight no pageants? no that's no. not true Especially i've never in seen the, any in women the miss america system i think increasingly you're seeing lots of different body types like curvy yeah, okay women? i yeah, gotta pay attention which, which i actually think is great i don't think it should be about how skinny you are that's not a healthy measurement I, for health anyway right I, I could even tell you last time i even saw one of those pageants and all the pageants i while. saw they were always thin super well super, like thin. super thin like supermodels miss yeah. usa miss universe you're always going to see someone well not always but as of right now it's been a very supermodel type pageant which i competed in that system too miss america is a little bit different they're a little more focused on service and scholarship what do you think about trans if if somebody who's trans wants to get involved in this because these these i want to say they've had one right that's it they have had uh trans pageant winners not the national pageant but in state pageants and this is also a really popular question on stage oh really now about what they think about trans competitors or what they think about people competing who have had plastic surgery because that's different but it's still the altering of the body yeah because before you weren't supposed to and you weren't allowed to alter your body Mm -hmm. from what i understood and now i think a lot of contestants that compete have you know, had different types of surgeries. And for me, if I was on stage answering, I'd say I believe all people should have the opportunity to compete. I don't feel like another woman competing is going to take away from who I am as a woman. That's awesome. But, you know, I, I do know that there are a lot of people who don't like it because they feel like they're being robbed. Yeah. But let's be real. Like I said, all of the national title holders have all been naturally born women so it's not like in reality you have a whole bunch of trans women that are stealing your sashes not yet right. that's not just yet. a fear it's on but, its way. I, I, but i do feel they should have i really feel that trans women and if they should have like their, their own trans thing. i mean i, I don't want to be mean but i think they should have their own trans beauty pageants i don't think there's anything wrong with that i, I understand that position more for maybe sports where we're talking about testosterone no. but if it's just pageantry where it's like success and poise and beauty and making the world a better place i personally don't it's, really care it doesn't bother it's you. funny no. men have found a way to infiltrate your lives and, guess, and take it all back yeah <laughs> i guess i i i am not there yet when it comes to miss universe yeah. or miss america i'm not quite there yet maybe i'll be more open-minded yeah. down the road but i would prefer no trans contestants. I know that sounds really mean. I don't want to be mean, but I feel like so many women have struggled, and this has been around for such a long time. I'm just not ready yet. All right, um, William, I see your phone call. Sean, I see your phone call. We'll get to that when we come forward to KBLA Talk 1580. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in LA of the people, by the people, for the people. Unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Stay tuned. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of USA. We're listening and the convo continues right now. We got another break after this or is it to the top? All right, here we go. Uh, let's go to William in Palmdale, which is uh, it's a very uh, off the cuff. Hi, hi, William. How are you? All right. Uh, the Mitchie and uh, the two ladies riding shotgun. 
Uh, I just want to know, do you think that movie looking up and then the the, the, the news talking about them putting uh, missiles on a, uh, on a rocket to, to, to try to bump a meteor out the way, out the way do so, you think that's a uh, coincidence? Well, so, or? well, it's probably coincidence. You know, uh, in October, NASA launched, uh, said they're going to launch a spacecraft uh, mm-hmm. to hit an, an asteroid on purpose to change its path. Uh, testing for the first time a method of planetary defense. Um, the launch of the double asteroid redirection test, DART, um, will occurred uh, November 24th. Uh, um, so a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket will be launched from the Vandenberg Space Force Base about 50 miles northwest of Santa Barbara. NASA's targeting a pair of asteroids that orbit the sun and occasionally come close to Earth. Uh, the asteroids don't come close enough to pose a threat, NASA said, but their proximity makes them a prime candidate uh, to test the technique. That could prove someday to prevent a hazard uh, uh, like an asteroid from destroying Earth. Remember, you know, that's how the dinosaurs got extinct. And, there, and you know, there are people who believe that we, that there was another civilization here before mm-hmm. and that, uh, that, that the world kind of has amnesia. Yeah. Um, and if you look mm-hmm. at, like, mm-hmm. uh, the pyramids in Egypt, certain mm-hmm. structures in Peru, mm-hmm. Um, what they call megalithic massive stone blocks that these things were built decades or hundreds or thousands of years ago and that that technology didn't uh, exist for them to, to make these types of things. I am definitely people. Mm-hmm. I think we have a large body of forgotten literature and yeah. knowledge has just disappeared. There is yeah, a guy named... I, I can see that. There's a guy named Graham Hancock who uh, talks about this specifically. It's called... Graham fin- Hancock. Yeah, Gra- Graham Hancock, Fingertips of the... What did he say? Fingertips of the... Hold on. Let, let me find it for you right now. I don't want to lead you wrong. But he has a lot of... Um, he has a lot of... Uh, uh, he has a lot of um, YouTube video. Um, let me see. J-R-A-H-A Graham. There we go. His book is called Fingerprints of the Gods. Fingerprints of the Gods. So he also talks about how the rainforest was... The reason why it's so much um, vegetation out there was because it was a garden. Mm-hmm. And oh. it was a garden, and what happens is that the people who lived there got destroyed. And he talks about, you know, uh, elder accounts of the massive amount of people that used to live in, like they had explorers coming through that area, and they saw millions of people living down there, but disease may have wiped them all out. Oh, really? Yeah. So it, it's it, Google YouTube Graham Hancock, and he talks a lot about yeah. about the pyramids. He talks a lot about the stuff in South America and Central America. Um, and uh, he definitely believes that, um, there are places in the world that have been covered up by water and that there was a massive cataclysmic event that happened on um, Earth about 10,000, 12,000 years ago um, that destroyed a lot of um, the things around the world. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I, there was somebody about to say that, that because of that, pe- men went into caves, and that's where you get the caveman coming oh, really? out of the caves because everything was so destroyed. That sounds like a great book. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. so it Fingerprints does. of the Gods, uh, YouTube Graham Hancock, and you can find out more about that, but he, he does a lot of uh, research, uh, uh, and it, it, it's amazing, kind of a deep dive on that, okay? Graham Hancock. Yeah. Okay. Thank, thank you so much. All right, William. Thank Did you. you see Don't Look Up? I tried I to tried. watch that. It was that. hard for me. 
Yeah, what, what is that? Is that about, uh, is that the, oh, that, there's an astronaut coming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they they go on a tour to warn everybody that a plane is And nobody wants to listen, right? I haven't seen it. My mom yeah. said it was dumb, but it has good reviews. Yeah, so. it has good reviews. Well, it was, it was I, trending on Netflix. I tried to watch it, and I thought it was silly. Yeah, I, I, I think I tried to watch it focus. twice. Yeah. Because so, yeah. it has Leo in it, right? Yeah, Leonardo and I love Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, right. Leonardo DiCaprio. That was the only reason I tried to watch yeah, it. I mean, it it's hard. also satire, so if you're not going into it, Knowing that, it no, might be... okay, that's why I didn't. Go yeah, into yeah I was that. just like, ah, oh, this is kind of hard to kind of like. <laughs> Couldn't focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was hard because I, I was like, oh, here's Leo, but then Leo's like not playing like a Leo character, like you know, like yeah. a like I... a Wolf of Wall Street type character. He's playing like some weird scientist. I'm like, oh, he just took a paycheck here. That's that's when I turned off the TV and got the Bible oh. out because I just couldn't <laughs> do it. It was too much. You got the Bible. That- I did. I said, I'll read the Bible. This is boring. That's hilarious. <laughs> I did. It was horrible. You and this Bible, man. Let, her, let her read her Bible. I got to catch up to you guys. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's not like I'm reading, sitting at home reading the Bible every night. I mean, I do, you know, I dibble and dabble in it. I mean, you know. I, I- try to watch a good movie. That, I was really looking forward to. It just couldn't do it. Yeah, do you, do, is, um, is your favorite movie um, The Ten Commandments? Uh, Passion of the Christ. Oh, that's hard to watch. Well, I both love of those that are, movie. Wait, Passion of the Christ, Ten Commandments. Uh, Passion of the Christ is hard to watch. It is. Have you seen Ten Commandments? Yeah. With uh, what's his name? Charlton. Heston. Charlton Heston. Yeah. Very good. Of course I have. Let my people go. But that Passion of the Christ, I know this is going to sound weird. The guy who plays Christ. You think he's hot? He's hot. Oh my god! I'm sorry, I knew it. He's hot. I so that's why him. you're watching it. And then the the Satan, the Lucifer, that androgynous look. I'm like, oh my gosh, is that a guy or a girl? I you can't see, figure it out. you're yeah. frustrated, and because you're finding stuff sexy that's <laughs> I know, in I, the Bible. Forgive me, I I'm mean, so sorry. <laughs> my God, <laughs> you need to go to the Green Door in Las Vegas. That's where you need to go. <laughs> get all that stuff out of you. All right, a lot more stuff to get to. Like, has uh, a lot of our law enforcement agencies not been paying attention to domestic terrorism that have been popping up here in the United States. We'll get to that. We'll get to your phone calls uh, when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. All right, welcome back. Donna you versus everybody. Kristen Carroll. What happened to Jazzy Faye? He just disappeared. Jazzy Faye, I never really was a big fan of Jazzy Faye, but he... Uh, got a lot of work. I mean, he he was running the game for a minute when, when, it, when it came to production. Yeah, he was a big guy. Oh my god, he was big. But he always had a perfect lineup. Yeah, he always had that perfect goatee and everything. You know. Um. So if Hillary Clinton runs for president in twenty twenty four, would you vote for? Her? I'm open. I'm definitely open. I'm open, too. Yeah. I don't hate Hillary. I, I want to hear her plot. Although, I'm not going to lie, that show about her and Bill and that yeah, whole Monica Lewinsky, thing, yeah. Lewinsky, I had a whole different perspective mm-hmm. of Hillary. Yeah. I can't lie. It's hard to unsee that. Yeah, that's true. Wait, wait, wait what, what happened? And I, I, I was a kid when the Monica Lewinsky stuff happened, yeah. so there yeah. was a lot of stuff I didn't know. And I feel, or at least the way that they portrayed it, is that Hillary knew about a lot of it, but turned a blind eye. Wait, wait, she knew that he was having an affair with Monica Lewinsky, or she knew afterwards? I, I think afterwards. She understood like, right. she the complexity yeah. of Monica being young and her throwing him under the bus, and she kind of just let it happen. And I, I get wanting to stand by your well, man. Yeah, but stuff. what do you, well, she had, I think. I think she had no choice, but 
I think, well, I think political strategists probably would have told her, listen, you guys have to stand united. We can't have a... But it wasn't the first time he's done stuff. I mean, he, he's, he was notorious for sleeping with different people, and she was aware of it. And that, it's just, it was just hard to see that. Well, I mean, you know, does that, does that, what does that mean? That she's being a good wife? What was she supposed to do? I don't know. What was she, divorce her husband? I don't know. I'm not even know. saying divorce. Think about poor Chelsea. I'm not saying divorce him. I, I'm not judging her for staying in her I mean, marriage. she threw a phone at him, I think. I, I think that was a rumor. She hit him in the eyeball with a phone. But just, and again, I know I watched a dramatized version yeah. of, of what played out, and I'm keeping that in mind. Yeah. But if Monica really was a victim the way that they portrayed I don't think Monica was be, a victim. Uh, she's an executive producer on the project, so, I, you know, she's going to come. She's gonna, she has she to reveal She still was young. She was in her She 20s. was young. She was an intern. Yeah. Her name just kind of got drugged through the mud. Yeah. And she was, I don't know. I, I I don't have a memory of them really standing up for her at all. It was a feeding frenzy of a story for the media that a president in office would cheat on his wife with an intern. It was a sexy story that had legs. And you. we can see now that the media needs to have some type of... Um, thing going on uh to keep people plugged into the channels and i think monica Lewinsky, because i don't know if there's anything else going on i mean the economy was good um was really you know good. the republicans were you know put they had that contract with america um you know life was good we weren't really kind of at war during that time i mean yeah. the, the previous conflict was in 92 you know, we still had the no-fly zone over Iraq, and we had, you know, occasional skirmishes here and there, but there really was no massive-type situation. So, you know, the news media, you know, and then he lied under oath. Yeah, he did. So, you know what I'm saying? And so that was the big story that, that they kind of ran into the ground. I feel bad for Monica Lewinsky, but I think she was an adult. She was an adult. She knew what she was doing. She looks good now. Maybe, she looks gorgeous. Maybe he, maybe he preyed on her... Youth um, and position. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, he he definitely should have known better. Um, but uh, you know he was young too. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but he's. I mean, how old was Bill Clinton when he got in office? Uh, I don't know. I can look it up. Let me see here, Bill Clinton. And primary colors. Don't forget that supposedly, <laughs> oh, supposedly yeah, that's a little bit about in... him. I don't know. And did that Hillary ever say anything about? See, Monica. he was 46. So he was 46. And she was, what, 22? 20, yeah, she was very young. Yeah. So I mean, she was still she was still young. I mean, it was... Like, child abuse, really. <sighs> She's very young. Get, barely out of... Get out of barely here. Barely out of high school, just, you know, in college. Let me see here. Let me see how old... Barely Mon out of college. How old Monica Lewinsky was. Um, let's see. Where, where yeah, is and see, this article I'm reading on Vox, Hillary Clinton's defense of Bill Clinton is why women don't come forward. Yeah, I know. See, so she's 73, 83, 93, 93, what was that, 96, 97? So she was 23, 24. Yeah, she's young. So she was you know, 20 years older. You know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that you should date a woman half your age plus seven. Mm. Whatever. I don't agree with that. Yeah, mm. I, I don't know. It's It was a tough situation. I, I know it was troubling. And the only comments I remember hillary making and i think this was when it might have been when she was running before and she said the whole thing was right wing scandal and attempt to take them down yeah, and that's i'm not true and i'm not saying that the right wasn't you know hyper focused on this so that they can make a case against bill but if you're talking about another young woman who's talking about her allegations and to 
just be dismissive of them something about that just doesn't feel right like is it possible to say I'm really disappointed in what happened I wasn't there all I can do is trust my husband if Monica was hurt in any way I I, I'm so sorry oh oh, I didn't know she had Lewinsky stated that she had nine encounters in the Oval Office with President Clinton between 95 oh he had a side piece yeah uh, this was a side piece again this is this is fictional based on a true story so i i wasn't there but according to monica they had a relationship he got yeah. her a gift mm-hmm. and everything yep. and yeah it wasn't just a casual hookup which they kind of made it seem like she was just a floozy no right. this is two years nine encounters over two years yeah. according to testimony these involved fellatio and other acts but not the actual intercourse so he was correct when he was saying i didn't have sexual relations with that woman oh my god come on well, no, he's did. They said he never did had sexual intercourse. Yeah, that's not what he said. He, I did not have <laughs> sexual relations with that woman. I never told anyone to lie. Mm. He didn't have intercourse. That's how I view. And see, yeah, her. And when asked about it in this interview, I'm reading a USH article. She said she doesn't think it was an abuse of power. Lewinsky was an adult. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... That, something about that yeah. makes me feel really uncomfortable. But You're not taking into consideration yeah. that the alleged well, I, abuser is the president of, of the, the United, United States. States. That's what bothers me. Yeah. She knew what she was doing. Maybe she was praying, Monica was praying on him and his feeble old self. Mm. You know, 46 is a vulnerable time for I a lot of people. I don't know. The way she made it sound, or the way the documentary made it sound, is that she was actually kind of in love with Bill. It wasn't a pretty yeah, thing. She, she thought was. they were in a relationship and... She's telling her friends I, about it, and her I heart mean, was fluttering. Nine encounters. I mean, you know, I, I guess. I mean, if you are, in, she thought in, they were a thing thing. I wonder how. I wonder who made the first move. <laughs> he did. How, how well, do you know? Come on. Do you think she's gonna launch at the? I think he probably gave her the signals. Probably touched her, and then they just went in for the kiss. I hmm. think he. I mean, he had to have. I mean, no young girls. Just I, I just don't see it. But I'm sure he. I, th- I think it was, I know it was mutual. I mean, I feel like it was mutual. How many presidents do you think have had oh, affairs please. in office? Okay. And sure. all I'm saying is uh, for Hillary to kind of run as the progressive feminist role, yeah. but then to play this role in the allegations where she's. Well, I don't think she, I don't think that's going to be, if she does run, I don't think that, I think they tried that playbook and it didn't work. Yeah. yeah. Didn't well, work. that's why I don't know what playbook would work for her. Well, I think, this moment. well, so CNN broke down. The case for Hillary Clinton, because there was that Wall Street Journal um, uh, opinion piece that was written by two individuals who worked who work in politics. Um, Their backgrounds are working for Mayor Michael Bloomberg and other Democrats. Um, And, you know, they say, you know, Clinton has the experience to be president. But she does. But she ran. But she had that same experience in 2008 and 2016. And voters didn't want her in either one of those things. Um, what the, the argument for Clinton possibly running is that is if Congress loses, if the Democrats lose the House or the Senate, then she could be the stabilizing force, and maybe that messaging would come up because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who look at uh, Vice President, I mean President Biden, um, and Vice President Kamala Harris as weak and unpopular. Yeah, and so um, Bill Clinton gave an interview last year and basically said, I think it's a shame. That um, or w- one of the biggest, I guess, things that we did as a country was not elect her in 2016. 
Um, but CNN basically says there is she she will not probably run. Um, I I don't think Biden's going to retire. I, you know, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. We, see, we still got three years, so I don't know what's right. going to happen. I mean, we'll see what happens when later on this year. There's you got to understand the the American people have a very short attention span. How many people are still thinking about Afghanistan? And that was just what five months ago. That's true. Right, we, we, we. I was like Afghanistan. You're right. Yeah, yeah. like oh, oh, like we were in Afghanistan. Well, I, okay, maybe not the um, progressive party or the Democrats, but you got a lot of Republicans still talking about that Afghanistan. Yes, but they don't have a candidate either. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, people are still holding on to Trump, and I think we are slowly <laughs> moving past Sorry. Trump. I don't know. I don't. I. I, I just, have no idea. I, I can't call this one. You know, uh, let's go to Emmerich real quick uh, in Gardena. What's going on, Emmerich? What's up, family? Man, yeah. that's why I love you guys. You guys are so authentic and real. You know, it's like not, not even on a radio station. You're just sitting in the <laughs> living room <laughs> just having to, you know, have, a, have an hors d'oeuvre, yeah. as they say. Uh, I want to talk about Hillary real quick, but real quick, for uh, I know all you guys saw Passion of Christ. What did the baby represent that Satan was holding? I keep getting different answers. I thought answers it was the second coming or, oh. or in Revelations when they say there's another Satan that's coming. He's coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Antichrist. You're right, you're right. Oh, yeah. that's what I mean, the you know, baby was? Yeah, that's a, that was my interpretation. I'm going to have to watch, I'm gonna watch that again tonight. He, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a divot. I didn't know whether Satan was a, a man or a woman either, so, you I know, believe, it's kind of crazy. I, I think it no, is a woman, no, as a matter of fact. No. I think it, I read that. It is that. a woman, Satan yeah. is a phone caller named, named Anonymous. That's who Satan is. <laughs> That's terrifying. That's it. Like yeah. Okay, about, but about Hillary, though. Now, do you think, I mean, she, she's credited with, with uh, tracking down and getting Osama bin Laden, correct? Well, Obama, that, that does go to I her, mean, it? it goes to the Obama administration. But, I would give it to her. Right. I would give that to Hillary. And, 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 yeah, and she was none of this. So she could kind of use that. And I think that, uh, you know, she would make a good run. Now, do you think she would beat out Kamala Harris? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Kamala was losing when she was running for president. And to be honest with you, and I'm going to say it here, the only reason she got in there is because they wanted to pick a black woman. And she right. fit, she fit the qualifications. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I thought they. I think they, they tried to use her blackness and then her Indian and caribbean roots to as a selling point to bring more people well in. i feel bad for her because i actually believe that she is a smart capable I don't individual doubt it. Mm-hmm. but yeah, i think I people so are kind of <laughs> using her like a puppet for their own political agendas because and she, she can't defend herself boxes. well yeah. she, she can't defend herself at, at all because she's not the president she's the vice president so that i think that's why they kind of hide her and you just hey, you, but, you, but you know no, yep. I was gonna say, but you don't think you don't think that her defeat at like with when Donald Trump had beat her because of that the last election that that would kind of hold some people to say, well, she didn't win that one. Maybe it all we depends. Need a new candidate, you know, it all depends on her messaging and what she's running for. I'm pretty sure they did a a, a, a post mortem on her uh, campaign and found out where they flawed and where they and where they. Uh, uh, where they went wrong, and I think a lot of it was this expectation that she was just going to walk into the presidency, and, and she wasn't really going out. And, and number one, selling men. Um, I think that right. was a big thing. They thought that the woman thing, this was going to be it. We're going to finally pass through that glass ceiling. And uh-huh. um, she just didn't. She just ran a yeah. poor campaign. At the end of the day, she, that, that that did not relate to enough people to go vote for her, and she didn't excite enough women 
to come out and be energetic about her as a candidate. And it's not some of it's her fault. Some of it's the Republicans fault. They beat her up for two but, years. But, over but, but don't you think they lied about her? Don't you think they lied about her about the email stuff that really had no merit? I mean, they but, kind of slandered her. That was a distraction. You know? But that was a distraction, too. I mean, she did destroy her own email drive and, 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 and beat it up. And she, you know, you wasn't supposed to be doing that. I mean. You know, when you're running for office, you got to be you got to be on your p's and q's. And she is a, pol- a seasoned politician; should have known better not to yeah. sit there and create um, ammunition for people to use against her. And right. you know, it, it it all goes to you got that. Then you had Comey interjecting himself. Then you had Donald Trump, which is a circus. You know, it's, right. it, it was a perfect storm, and she just people were apathetic about her, and she needs to do something to excite people's. Um, imagination, hopes, and dreams in her, and with a new message, and maybe. May, well, unless yep. well, I'm going to say, unless M- Michelle Obama or Oprah Winfrey run, I'm going to I'm going to vote for her and hope that she can do it, man. All right. All I right. would love to see yeah. Michelle Obama run. That's my dream candidate. All right, listen, I thought she was going to run what in 2016. What about Oprah? Though? What about Oprah? Um, no? You know what? I would. I, you know what? I would vote for Oprah. I would vote for Oprah. Of course. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Anybody who so, makes Stedman stay outside in quarantine, oh I'm not God. voting. I'm not voting for that woman. Stedman is happy right to on, do family. it. I love you guys. All right, Amber, I'll holler at you later, man. Thanks. Um, the, the, the problem I felt with Hillary was with her messaging, at least for me, I just didn't feel like uh, I understood what she was going to do. I didn't feel very connected to her. And that was, I think, a big problem. I didn't feel like she was speaking to me personally. Do you know it's been five, almost six years since Obama left office? That's crazy. It doesn't seem like it. Like like, it seems like he was just president. And a lot like I, I I forget we went through four years of Trump. Like I really, you know, we 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 suffered through four years of Trump, and it seems like a distant memory. It does. All right. Um, speaking about Trump, he was on NPR and they cut him off, or he hung up. We'll get to that, and we'll get to Jamie Lynn Spears talking about a relationship with Britney Spears when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Be sure to follow and subscribe to all our socials at KBLA Talk 1580 on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Stay in touch with us by downloading the all-new KBLA Talk 1580 app on your smartphone. smartphone. Carry the combo wherever you go. And keep it locked to the only talk station that gives you a voice. Voice. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, we got a new single person alert. Jason Momoa, Lisa Bonet, <gasps> divorcing. Oh, I what? saw that. Why? Why? They didn't say. Well, I saw it in oh, Shade Room, so. No. Jason and Lisa said they felt the squeeze. Let me see here. Oh, let me look at that. Uh, That's awesome. They had a shared statement. We have felt the squeeze and changes of these transformational times. The revolution is unfolding, and our family is of no exception, feeling and growing from the seismic shifts occurring. And so we share family news. We are parting ways in marriage. We share this not because we think it's newsworthy, but so that as we go about our lives, we may do so with dignity and honesty. The love between us carries on evolving in ways it wishes to be known and lived. We free each other to be who we are learning to become. Our devotion unwavering to this sacred life and our children, teaching our children what's possible, living the prayer, and may love prevail. She is beautiful. Her daughter's beautiful. This, to me, looks like they just copied and pasted what Devon and Megan wrote <laughs> and just changed the language. You think someone cheated? It's, it's a, no, it's... Uh, I mean, because he, we free ourselves. Well, you know, he is Aquaman. 
He is Aquaman. I'm but so she's sure. Lisa Bonet. Yeah. I don't know. This is why we also got to stop making celebrities our relationship goals. We don't even know these people. Oh, we, we know. know how healthy I know Lisa Bonet. I watched are. her on the Cosby Show. Now, I never, ever, ever did anything with celebrities and relationship goals until I saw this couple. Really? Yeah, because I was like, I always loved Lisa Bonet. Big fan, big fan. And then her husband, I wasn't really familiar with him until I saw Aquaman. And I was like, who is he? He's hot. And then I found out he was, that's Lisa Bonet's husband. So I followed them. So I'm devastated I mean, that they they're getting divorced. they're cute. But they're also, cute together. do you guys think... Just because a relationship ends means it failed. No. No, I mean, I think people grow, and sometimes yeah. you know, you don't, you know, you may grow and evolve, and you may find that maybe we're not compatible like that. Let me ask you a question, Krista. You and Jason Momoa together. You go in the drawer and you find his porn collection. Are you mad? Not with him. No. You <laughs> <laughs> can do whatever he wants. Let to pass. Freaking hilarious! Wow. Not so it him. all depends on the guy. Yeah, he's. Do whatever he wants. There's certain people that they can do whatever they want. He's uh, one of them. Trump was on with uh, NPR, and uh, he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> Trump is reduced to NPR. Now. This is the only media he can get his national public radio now. Uh, you know the real truth, Steve. And this election was a rigged election. Why are you still talking about the same thing? Is it that you think that the vast majority of your allies in the United States Senate are not standing behind you? We did have that statement by Mike Rounds. Because Mitch McConnell is a loser. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Here we go with the name calling. Oh, God, I, I miss this. I do miss that piece of him. Frankly, Mitch McConnell, if he were uh, on the other side and if Schumer were... I mean, Mitch McConnell is, has been has blocked so much legislation when the Democrats were in control. I don't... How, how you can call him a loser? I mean, I hate Mitch McConnell. You know what I'm saying? But, I, you know, you, you got to recognize what he's uh, he has been able to do. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's a... a Brilliant political strategist, you know, as far as trying to block everything and not get anything done, you know. Put in his position, he would have been fighting this like you've never seen before. He would have been fighting this because when you look at it, and this is long, is a long way from over. You take a look at what's going on now in Pennsylvania. Take a look at what's going on in Wisconsin. You just take a look. Now, we had a lot of cases where the judges wouldn't hear them. We had a case in Nevada that was so good. Yeah, you had no standing. You read the papers, it's impossible. The judge refused to even listen to it. We had many cases. In fact, they say, and I can't testify because it's been through a lot of systems, a lot of different systems, but they say, and they say very strongly, the judges just, nobody's really gotten a chance to look. Look at the United States Supreme Court. They refused to hear the case. And you had, I they guess, said there was no standing to give the case. That's correct. Well, Can yeah, I just no ask? No standing. I know. No standing. And the president of the United States supposedly didn't have standing either. So I wanted to file it myself. They said, sir, you don't have standing. I said, wait a minute. I'm the president of the United States. They just rigged an election. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of votes in different states. They just rigged an election. We got we got. A number of votes that I think you'll agree, no sitting president has ever gotten a number of votes that I got. No a lot sitting of votes, that's true. Yeah, but also Biden got more votes. He got more votes and more electoral, electoral college votes. I mean, got come on. A lot of, no lot of, sitting you, president, you, I, nobody believes. You think Biden no, got 80 million it's, votes? It's, it's true, I don't believe it's it. It's true that you, you got more than any sitting, sitting president in, in the I mean, he is that kooky old uncle who just talks all that conspiracy theory crap at the uh, barbecue. He got disputed. How come um, he couldn't? If I can, Mr. Biden, President, Mr. President. Let me ask you this question. How come Biden couldn't <laughs> he's address gonna, he's gonna keep a conversation 20 people for a crowd? How come when he went to speak, 
in different locations. Nobody came to watch. But all of a sudden, he got 80 million votes. If you'll, Nobody believes If you forgive me, maybe because Nobody the election was that. about you. If I can just move on to ask, are you telling Republicans in 2022 that they must press your case on the past election in order to get your endorsement? Is that an absolute? They're going to do whatever they want to do. Whatever they have to do, they're going to do. But the ones that are smart, the ones that know, you take a look at, again, you take a look at how Carrie Lake is doing, running for governor. She's very big on this issue. She's leading by a lot. People have no idea how big this issue is, and they don't want it to happen again. It shouldn't be allowed to happen, and they don't want it to happen again. And the only way it's not going to happen again is you have to solve the problem of the presidential rigged election of 2020. I'm, Mr. So, Steve, President, if I'm... Wait, 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 one more it. question. I want to ask about a court hearing yesterday on January 6th. Judge Amit Mehta, he's gone. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he just hung up. I got to go. I ain't got time. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Yeah. I do, I do miss pieces of that. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I like him as a former president than the actual president. You know, I think he, he when he was president, I had a level of anxiety. I think a lot of people had a level of anxiety with the way he ran the office and just the massive amount of lies that came out of his mouth. He's funny, though, to watch post presidency yeah. because, you know, he, he's still pressing on with the same old tired song. Um, but uh, I, I, we, we have to make sure that this man never gets an opportunity. I think they're trying to. They were talking about maybe gra- uh, crafting legislation to prevent him from running in twenty twenty four. Which I don't, I don't know if that's the correct thing to do. I think you just beat him with a be- better message. Yep. I think that's really what the American people are hungry for. Yeah. Is they want revolutionary and transformational change yeah. uh, when it comes to our politics, and for some reason. We're getting tired and not getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, we really want to. We want to either enhance the system that we have, um, or, or move to something uh, better. Um, and I don't know if neither Republican or Democrats are going to do that. I hope the Democrats come up with some good messaging to move this country forward. But it seems we can't even get. Uh, it seems Biden is pivoting from the make build back a better plan to uh, voting rights now. Yeah. Which I'm like, wait a minute, what happened to the infrastructure plan? Yeah. You know, we spent the whole last year trying to get that passed, and it just disappeared. Yeah, I know. You know, like, what's really going on with that? All right. Um, we're going to get to Jamie Lynn Spears, who uh, had an interview with Good Morning America. Um, has a new book out, which is very interesting. It's called What I Should Have Said, which is, I thought, well, who's ever writing the covers for these books? Yeah. They do an amazing job of hitting you with that book cover porn. Um, but she's talking about her relationship with Britney Spears and how it went south and when uh, she doesn't even know why Britney's mad, which is very interesting when you hear her talk. And I'm like, maybe Britney has some, some mental issues. We'll get to that next. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 